Welcome back to the Lovely Craftians. Last time, we gave Casey and Esther a break after the harrowing encounter between Neapolitan and Wilson Lamb. While they rested, we followed Sebi around the Judge Foundation and got to know the faces behind the mysterious organization. We're continuing our guest star-studded finale episodes this time with Sean Oxpring, Andrew Palmer, and Lee DeLarm. You can find Sean in the Game Master's seat over on Omen Investigations Podcast and as the absolute mad lad responsible for Only Can's Thirst Date. If you're looking for Andrew, you'll find him at the helm of Chasm Quest, our pod brothers from other mothers. Lee is a wonderful sport who lets me pull him into recordings with little notice and even less context. As for who they're playing this time around, well, stay tuned. All right, Casey. I'm going to need you to roll me a constitution roll right off the bat. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I swear to God that... Ooh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the drugs that the hospital gave you have worn off a while ago. You wake up pretty stiff. You're pretty sore, and like if you stretch too hard, you're a little concerned you might pop a stitch. Um, but you haven't lost any HP in the night, so that's cool. Your cat didn't see this as a sign of weakness and decide to eat you, so that's also cool. Fantastic. Yeah, just... All things considered, you've woken up worse. Um, unfortunately, you feel well enough to go to work. <sighs> Plus, like, who would you call into at this point? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the receptionist? I don't know. <laughs> who is there to call at this point? All right. Um, I'm going to grunt and groan painstakingly around my apartment as I get ready for work even though i really don't want to go because you know after everything what's the point you yeah, know fuck that place yeah. <laughs> but i need you to go to work today so that's what you're doing. <laughs> um, um despite all of your grunting and groaning esther is just passed the fuck out on your couch like open mouth sprawled across it completely oblivious to you i'm just gonna like as i'm like taking neapolitan and putting him in my uh front of my overall pocket and like closing my bags painstakingly slow i'm just gonna like you know that look that you give people when you gotta be the first one to get up to work <laughs> while the other person is still just peacefully sleeping mm-hmm. i'm gonna give her that look i'm not gonna be angry but at the same time i'm gonna be very disappointed uh she's just dead to the world at this point so maybe she registers it on a soul level and will have a really strange dream who knows neapolitan is acting very introverted this morning. It is morning and hamsters are nocturnal, so that could be part of it. Go ahead and roll a spot hidden for me. As many years as I've been playing this, I still always get lost trying to find this page. It's really ironic about spot hidden. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um, that foot that he chewed off is kind of growing back, but it's like a tiny baby foot. <gasps> a baby hamster foot. It's very Deadpool. Just oh a God. child-sized baby hamster foot. All pink and squishy. Oh, I'm gonna be like, kind of like, poke the foot and be like, does does that hurt? Oh, he screams like one of those panicked hamster screams at you. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, is there anything I can do that I can give you? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. 
He takes both of his front paws and slaps your hand away. Do you? She's like, I'm like very hurt by this. Do you want to? Do you want me to bring the hamster book bag instead? Because you seem very angry with me this morning. He just curls in on himself. Little hamster ball. I'm just gonna take take him as his hamster ball and put him in his hamster ball. <laughs> okay. Because he does not seem like he's very happy with anything right now. Is this is this teen is this his teenage years? Is this what this is? <laughs> We're all in animal handling. Let's find out. <coughs> no, um, you remember the really guilty looks he was giving you yesterday, and that he was feeling generally really shitty, and this might be a projection of that. If I don't. Kn- <sighs> I almost feel like I should add a hamster psychology skill, but animal <laughs> handling will work. I told you I wasn't mad at you. I hope you get out of this funk soon. What happened, happened. We can't do anything about it. We just gotta be happy and move on with our lives. Right? Right? Exactly. <laughs> now, where's the happy, chipper Neapolitan that I know? Huh? He shifts a little bit so that he's not just that little furry ball. And it looks like he's looking out at you from under one of his arms, like from his armpit. And it, it you can't tell if he's glaring or not, but he's definitely looking at you side-eyed from underneath himself. That That's a little bit better. Not exactly the energy that I wanted this morning, but I think I will go with it. And just as an incentive for your mood to get better... Remember the really, really fancy sunflower seeds we saw in that commercial, like, a month ago? Yeah, the one that cost, like, a hundred dollars a bag? That comes in 20 different flavors? Guess what I'm gonna buy you with my first paycheck? Yep. He relaxes, so he's more pancake than a ball of feels. I'm gonna like, like, reach through a little hole and kind of like pet his head, and then just like throw a little sunflower seed in there for him. Maybe two for his breakfast. He just pouches those immediately, sucks them right into his cheeks. Nice. All right. Now I know that if anything bad happens, you have my back. We're going to do this. Just going into work. Everything's going to be fine, right? Sure. All right. Uh-huh. It's going to be great. Oh, let's do this. All right, then. Let's head out to work. All right. You head to work. You get in. Uh, George is not quite in yet. You're a little bit early. Um, but you do notice somebody else lingering in this little area between the elevators and your desk. Um, he Actually, Andrew, why don't you describe him? Oh, sure. You see this man. He's kind of balding. And uh, so in his later 40s, he's kind of chunkier. He's got acne scars. And he's got these thick-rimmed glasses that make his eyes look twice as big as they actually are. And uh, you can see him... He's got his arms crossed and he's got like some sweat stains already going. He's just wearing like a blue shirt, uh, like a blue t-shirt with like the image of Commander Waffles 
on the front, just kind of like giving a salute. And it's got holes. You could tell he's overworn it. And he's just got these like cargo pants on with, with boots. He's tapping his foot, kind of just looking around nervously. Kind of going to like give him like a side eye glance. It's like, okay, that's weird. And then she's going to like notice his t-shirt and she's going to whip around and stop. Oh my God. Uh, uh, hi, hello. Is that? And she's gonna kind of like run up to him and then like look. Is that the limited edition? Oh yes. And he unwraps his arms and he just starts showing it off. Yes, totally. Came out after season three. Oh my god, I wanted that T-shirt for so long, but it sold out instantly. How did you get it? I bought it when when it first went on sale, but um, trust me, I've had many, many a bids for this shirt, and no, it is not for sale. She's kind of like, oh, can I at least take a picture with you wearing it? Um, and she kind of like grabs him without waiting and then takes <laughs> several pictures. Oh. <laughs> and like, he's giving just like the awkward thumbs up <laughs> and like trying to smile. Sweat starts forming on Harold's brow. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Uh, my name's Casey Jones. Oh, oh, you're Casey. Um, and he like slicks back his hair a little bit. Um, just uh, uh, the name's Harold. Um, perhaps we can uh, talk. I believe I've been actually looking for you. Uh, looking for me? Why? Oh, um, reasons. Um, what if I said if we could maybe get some meeting space and chit-chat, I could maybe send you a few links where, uh, some folks are selling this exact edition of t-shirts, uh, on the black market. And, like, Casey is already, like, walking away, getting ready to go to her desk to get the meeting space. Tell me how big the space that you want, and let's get this started. All right, so there is actually a meeting space like on this floor that you're basically the only ones up here, so you probably don't even have to reserve anything. You could just go in. Uh, just, just one of the rooms down the hall would be fine. Nothing too special. I guess this one looks good. And she kind of like walks in, puts down her bag, then puts Neapolitan, this little ball, opens it up and leaves him there. And uh, as Harold shuts the door, he's just walking over to one of the chairs and puts his hands on the back of the chair and says, hmm, I may have some information that you would be interested in. I have spoken with my, we'll call him my lieutenant, and he uh, maybe pointed me your way. She kind of like, Blinks a couple of times, looks down at Neapolitan, then looks back up at him. Um, okay. So I see you are familiar with the lore of uh, the Commander Waffles, uh, the Astral Odyssey. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I think I'm <laughs> one of the biggest fans there is. She kind of like does it like a little snuffle thing underneath her nose and crosses her arms. Uh oh. Uh, yet to be determined, and <laughs> Harold faces away and begins to pace a little bit. I believe I was visited, and he uh, folds his arms behind his back and starts kind of just pacing back, uh, like walking back and forth. 
I believe I was visited by um, some type of, hmm, uh, let's just say a um, messenger from the chef themselves. And this this messenger uh, left me a very important uh, thing and, and a very important mission. And I'm building a top-notch team for my um, uh, spacecraft, if you will. Um, she kind of like blinks a couple of times, <laughs> does a repeat of look at Neapolitan and him. So you're you're saying you're you're asking me to join your crew? Yes, if you can be trusted. And in Questilian, uh, Harold says, "I must swear you to secrecy." All right, you're going to have to roll there's a language question on your character sheet. You're going to have to roll that for me. Okay, fingers crossed. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're fine. You say that perfectly well. Casey's going to kind of, like, lean back in her chair and then, like, look him up and down, kind of, like, smug-like, and then she's going to repeat back in question, sure, whatever you need me to swear to. I'll swear on the oath, and I'll swear on my name. Oh, roll it. All right, let's see if I have the same luck as you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, wait, nope, that's deep speech. Wrong one. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're you're good. I feel like that'd be great if you answered in deep speech, though. <laughs> I mean, I have been practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick... <laughs> okay, then. Hmm. Well... I, being the commander, have full rights over choosing this team, and uh, it seems you have at least met the minimal requirements for me to uh, uh, assess your uh, 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 your status within our team. Um, what if I told you that I was given some information and you would have to mm, help us uh, 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 investigate a little further and... Um, and um, it could potentially put you in harm's way. Casey kind of gets like a far off look and looks <laughs> in the distance. Harm's way? Ha, 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 ha. Harm does nothing to me. <laughs> she kind of like PTSD just remembering the past <laughs> week of everything that's happened. <laughs> All right. Roll your resilience then. Your sanity. Let's see how bad it is. Oof. Oof. Oh, two points. Oh, can I give two luck? No, you no. cannot. All oh, right, that I one. can't luck that one. Damn it. No, only two. All right, so <laughs> luckily it was only two sanity that that or resilience that that cost you. This has been a very busy week, and you're like, seriously, more. <laughs> Harold just completely oblivious to any of that <laughs> continues all right it seems you have the constitution of a um perhaps a bridge captain hmm. i guess i can let you in on, on something a little bit more deep you see this visitor or this uh messenger has left me a series of letters and numbers in order to decipher and after many weeks of and he pushes up his glasses. Uh, <laughs> intense investigation. I have come to surmise certain things about this. 
and he takes out from one of his cargo, like Velcro cargo oh pants my God. <laughs> pockets, <laughs> the slip of paper that was given to him, and uh, or rather that he wrote down. Was he given the slip? I'm sorry, Cass. I'm, he was I'm given a, the slip of paper. Okay. You know, other than the lint that just comes off, he brushes off this paper and he lays it down and he turns around um, and as you, like, look at it, he's trying to, like, show off. So he turns around and and leans back on one of the chairs and says, 256GTJFH1931. And this code was given to me to be trusted as a, um, I suppose a type of ambassador from wherever our visitor or messenger came from. Do you wish to know more? And I, he turns around dramatically and <coughs> leans in across the table. Um, yes. All right. Not so much of a scary cat after all. Hmm. Very good. I have been working with, like I said, my own lieutenant, Porkchop. Do you know of the man, uh, Shebby? Shebby? Yeah, of course. She kind of, like, perks up a little bit. He and I have been working together to try to decipher the rest of this code. Now, we are pretty sure that TJFH refers to the Dead Foundation, perhaps headquarters? The H is still rather peculiar to us, uh, and 1931 potentially being a date, a year, in fact. Uh, the only two other parts that we have yet to decipher are the 2-5 and the 6-D. That is where we need help. Can I... <laughs> she, like, um, kind of, like, reaches, like, hesitantly towards the paper. Can I, can I, can I take a look at it? You may. Oh, I may. I see. <laughs> kind of like tw- twists the paper around and brings it over to her and looks at it. Uh, hmm. She holds it up, turns it sideways, looks at it, kind of like brings it over to Neapolitan. I don't know. Does this does this does it look familiar to you? Do you two five sixty. He gives you that. We're just becoming way more familiar with his uh, shrugs. His little hamster shrugs. Mm-hmm. He gives you kind of a hamster shrug. Ah, hmm. Ah, uh, no, this uh, doesn't ring any any bells for me yet, unfortunately. Are you, how close to Neapolitan were you holding it? I'm like, we were like right next to each other. Like the paper <laughs> was like literally in his face. Okay, good. Because he's going to start chewing on it and trying to stuff it in his pouch, his cheek <laughs> pouches. No, I gave you breakfast already. What are you doing? No, this is not, ink is not good for you. Remember, you were constipated for a week. No, no, Get that out of his mouth. Can't you understand? The the entirety of humanity relies on that piece of paper. Kind of like holds it up and like wiggles it to try and get Neapolitan off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my dear chef. (laughs) It tears. Where his teeth were. Ah! So it's still intact. Uh, corner is now just thoroughly chewed. I'm so, so sorry, Harold. I swear I fed him this morning. <sighs> this being your first act as bridge captain is not faring well for our team efforts, but 
I am willing to look past it if you are willing to continue to help us out. And he takes the paper out of your hand and shoves it, you know, shoves it back inside that that cargo pant pocket. One of many. Yes. Uh, I mean, considering that my hamster just almost ate your paper. Yeah, I think I have no choice. Yeah, I'll help you. (laughs) Very good. Very good. And Harold is just kind of like stroking a a beard that's not actually there. There's like a few hairs, like very sparse throughout his face. Could use with a a good shave, but he's just kind of like stroking those. Like, yeah, sounds very good. Seems like this team is coming together. Cass, can you remind me if there was a specific place that Harold was looking to go to uh, with the information? I believe Sebi was going to go take a look at something himself, see what he could dig up, and then he was going to meet you by the elevators. Ah, that's correct. Okay, so now that we've formed an alliance here, he says next in Questilian, we shall head to the meeting point of the elevators. <laughs> Roll it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun at this point. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, 18 off, he probably mucks up elevators. <laughs> yeah, that it's more like escalators, but it's like <laughs> a janky version where it's like the electric stairs. Um, you mean you mean escalators? Oh, uh Sorry, and he just says in in common or or English. <laughs> Sorry, too much D and D. Oh yeah, it's the elevators. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> you see his his cheeks get a little red, and as he like opens up the door, and uh, he salutes you as you walk past him. Bridge captain, after you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what elevators we're heading to? I know the exact one. <laughs> In game. <laughs> you guys take the elevator down to the main bank of elevators, and uh, Sebi is waiting off to the side. He looks kind of anxious. Oh, can I retcon that um, Harold had a flannel shirt tied around his waist yeah, you absolutely can. the entire time. Yeah. And so as he's very purposefully rushing toward the elevator, he unties the the um the sleeves and throws it up over and he puts it on as if he's putting on like a commander's jacket. <laughs> In his mind there's like the theme song to Astral Odyssey going on. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I love it so much. Like a montage of like one sleeve going in, then the other. (laughs) You get your own little Sailor Moon magical girl transformation. Yes. These dice are not pleasing me. I'm going to switch. He like tucks them into his cargo pants a little bit and reveals like one of those built-in belts (laughs) that are just connected to the pants that buckle at the front. Stunning. (laughs) Do they even sell those in 2015? (laughs) They're still in fashion. <laughs> They're vintage. <laughs> Favored by pregnant women everywhere. <laughs> Casey, he looks over at you and uh, a look of instant concern furrows across his brow. 
uh, as much as you're trying to be a trooper, it is evident, I guess, to him that something's not quite right. Are, hey, are you, are you okay? Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm alive. I, I get the feeling that's a good thing. Uh, well, of course, it's a good thing that you're alive, but I, there's no nice way of saying it. You look like hell. What happened? Whew, that's a, that's a story and a half right there. Um, and she kind of like looks out of the corner of her eye at Harold and then looks back at Sebi. Um, can we, I'll, can I tell you later? Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't, I don't want to pry. Um, that's no way to talk to your bridge captain, Lieutenant. You're so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Forgive me, bridge captain, Casey. No manners these days. He just grimaces like, whoops. Lol, <laughs> sorry. Is it is it more of a grimace just like, uh, I'm going along with this or this is like a genuine grimace like, oh, I really messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Roll psychology, let's find out. All right. What? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it's a little column A, a little column B figured as much so uh after after we go do this i actually have some more information for you casey you remember last week uh after we had lunch and you saw that thing i have someone who could probably help you and she got like you do yeah he he actually got some video of the same thing so let's go see him after this we have we have a very important mission that we got to go on right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Harold's eyebrows are just right. Like one's raising and looking back and forth. <laughs> oh, a secret, uh, secret side mission, Jay. Lieutenant. Yeah. You know, commander, we just didn't want to bother you with it. It's, I don't think it's important enough for your attention. Can I do a psychology? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, actually, let me adjust your psychology real quick. I think it's fine where it's at. I think I didn't, it's perfect. I didn't move it up much more than that, but okay. Yeah, go ahead. It was at it was at ten. But <laughs> let's just say Harold's not very good at reading people. <laughs> uh, so <yeah>. yes, <laughs> once again, there's an entire narrative behind you know someone's words and Harold just has no clue and thinks that the lieutenant is obeying his commander <laughs> all right well just keep me informed on when you need to keep me informed of course of course so I found where we need to go for this particular mission I don't know what's on the other side that was even locked to me and uh I think I'm the only one who should use their badge for this, just so you guys don't get in trouble. I, I'm going to protect my crew on this one. A, a, an admiral sacrifice, and Harold starts patting Sebi's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he leads you away from the main elevators, and um, Harold, roll an intelligence check for me. All right, that's my forte. <laughs> That's my speciality. Yes. Yes, Yeti. Stop. Yes. Yes, Yeti. <laughs> He's like, hear me. Wait, there's another cat? Where? 
from what dimension has it sprung from? And that is the question, isn't it? All right, so he's actually leading you away from the elevators that lead to the traditional work floors, and he's leading you to the one that leads to the penthouse, which is uh, judge family only. And Harold knows this. Yes, Harold knows this. Okay, he... As much as Harold is feigning control over this mission, there's kind of like now a a lump in his throat and his heart starts beating a little faster and like, oh, this is like the real shit. All right, roll uh, roll your, it's sanity on the sheet. It's your resilience in game because we don't like to abuse people with mental illnesses. Uh, Um, Absolutely. Hey. All right, you're still handling it though. You're like, oh. oh." (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Yeah, oh shit, but like I'm commander. I got to keep it together for my team. Of course. Uh, oh, s- snuggles? <laughs> That's so fluffy. <laughs> All right, so he badges in and the elevator doors open. And on the keypad, there is the penthouse key on top of like every other floor number that's on here. And then there are some additional subfloors that uh, are not available in the other elevators. And it's a noticeable enough difference that nobody has to roll anything to see that. He has to use a badge just to unlock the ability to get down to those subfloors, but he hits the button for 6D. Harold's face seeing that floor, his eyes just go wide and a big smile goes on his face as the doors shut. I, I told you I found where we were going, Commander. Hey, uh, I am uh, blown away by your abilities, Lieutenant. Well, I can't let down the mission. Perhaps a commander is, uh, a commander status is in your future one day. Oh, I don't <laughs> think I could take that seat. That seat's for you. Well, you know. Oh. Casey's kind of <laughs> like <laughs> looking back and forth between the two of them. Uh, so uh, how long have uh, how long have you guys been on this mission? Uh, not very long. Uh, we have made progress very quickly because we seem to have a syncopated uh, uh, mental rhythms going between us as commander and lieutenant. Uh, it's something a bridge command <laughs> a bridge captain wouldn't really know about. He kind of like looks over at Sebi, just like, what? <laughs> uh, he has been on this mission much longer than I have. I have been on this mission as of about an hour ago. Like I said, we work quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the elevator eventually reaches its destination. And down here, it's a very long hallway. It's very brightly lit with fluorescent bulbs. It's a very bright white kind of cold clinical light. There are no guards down here that you can see. There are, let me rephrase, there's a single door with a keypad in this hallway. So literally all there is is the elevator that you just came into and this one door with the keypad. Ooh. Um, Harold's definitely going to investigate the keypad and he, he like looks to Sebi like, do you mind? No, by all means. Just don't hmm. press any buttons. We don't want to alert anyone that we're down here. Of course, yes. Just taking a look. And can I roll intelligence, I suppose, on it? Or what would I roll? Roll electronics on it. 
And because you are commander, you can roll that at advantage. All right. I'll just roll twice. That's <laughs> 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 okay. You still passed. <laughs> okay, sweet. So um, this is another one of those one of those electronics that are that you've seen in the building that require mm. you to slide a badge first and then enter whatever it is that you, if there's like a password or a specific sector that you're trying to access, you can punch that in. Okay, yeah, and he's looking to see if maybe if if it's connected at all to the letters and numbers he's been given. So is there, there the option for a series of numbers or letters, or is it both? It looks like if you swipe your badge and you have the proper credentials, that an additional keypad will pop open. Like there's an Ooh. extra panel built into it. Yeah, Harold points that out. It looks like this is a keypad leading to possibly another secret keypad. <laughs> All right, let's. I'll try my badge. We'll see what happens. And Harold's like getting real close to it. Like his eyes peer over the keypad as he's saying that <laughs> <laughs> with his like big, like, you know, zoomed in eyes. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, Seppi uses his uh, badge. He swipes that through, and that panel does indeed open. So you have the whole array of numbers and letters that you could use. Hmm. Let's see. We have used the. Um, we have already used the six D, but I'm wondering if this entire passage is the password, the two five six D, unless. What do you think, Lieutenant? I think it's worth a shot. And, uh, bridge captain, care to weigh in? Uh, I mean, it looks like it might work, but then again, if we get it wrong, uh, what happens? Um, I've only been working here a week. Security comes in, and we are detained for an unknown amount of time. I'm probably fine. You two, uh, I hope that they buy whatever lie we cook up. Hmm. Well, I think it's obvious that anyone would look kindly upon us trying to save the world. I don't know why we'd have to lie. You know, it's it's just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are on an admiral quest. I believe the chef is backing us 100%. Casey's like having flashbacks to the past weekend and is just like um yeah I don't think I don't think we want to put in a wrong a wrong number. All right. Well, all three of us must agree as a as a troop, as a team. So, uh Harold puts his hand in the middle. I say we punch in the 2560TJFH1931. Sebi looks over at you, Casey, kind of waiting to see what you say. I mean, that seems kind of long for a password or a key code. Wait, does this is, is you said it's a keypad? Yeah, so there was an initial keypad. And then if you swipe your badge in and evidently have the right security clearance, this other panel opens up and reveals a much larger keypad. So you have all the numbers and letters available to you. Okay, so mm, I was going to say if it was only just the numbers, then no. But since it's numbers and letters... What what more trouble can I get into at this point? Sure, why not? Let's try it. 
Uh, Harold's got his hand waiting in the middle, waiting for your hand. What? <laughs> Sebby she, like, put- looks- <laughs> Sebby puts his hand on top of yours, Harold. Oh, uh, Casey, like, puts her hand on top of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Waffles on three. One, two, three. Waffles. Waffles. And uh, as commander, I believe I shall do the honors of typing in this code. By all means. And then he gives Casey kind of like a a shrug and a smile. Like a, what's she going to do? She kind of like steps back and then like steps behind Sebi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Harold at this point is sweating profusely. He's extremely nervous. This is like the first or this is the closest he's gotten to the truth. So he's he's ready. So he's got the paper in one hand shaking and he's like, come on, you have to memorize. This is all you've been thinking about for weeks. Let's go. You can do this. And with his right hand, he types in the 2560TJFH1931. There is a an audible click that kind of echoes through this otherwise empty hallway. And there's a whirring sound behind that, like something's processing. And then it's almost like a tent, the zipper on a tent peels around and forms a doorway that looks like it leads into another lab space. Well, that's completely normal. Harold just has a look of shock and awe, but before turning around, kind of like shakes it off a little bit. And he says, and that's why I'm commander. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Lieutenant, would you like to go first? (laughs) Sure. So he steps through. Sean, do you want to tell us what this like first little antechamber of the big circle is? Sure. I can do that. Why not? Uh, so you step through into this uh, room. Uh, in this centralized room, it's quite well lit. Uh, there are pizza boxes everywhere. Um, and in the center of the room, there is what looks like a big control panel. And at the back of the control panel, um, buried into a computer monitor, is a hunched over back with, long, with, with a guy with long, straggly black hair. Um, and he's sort of typing away at his computer right now, and he hasn't noticed you come in yet. And as you guys step through all the way, the zipper zips back up behind you, and that wall is completely blank. Whoa. Uh, Harold is just in awe. Um, this is different. The guy stirs, and he says, If those are the stem cells, can you go put them in the laboratory, please? Uh, sorry, sir, we don't have stem cells. Well, then you can tell Mr. Judge that tomorrow he's not going to see any results. Results for... What do you mean results for? That's classified. Why are you down here anyway? Uh, we were, uh, just, uh, hi, I am Commander Harold. Nice to meet you. And Harold put like walks up and puts out his hand. The man turns around and you see his face. He's got a long pointy nose. He's got green eyes and he's quite sweaty and stressed out at the minute. Um, and he looks at you and goes, who are you? 
And what are you doing down here? We were summoned here, um, as a team, um, by a cat. A cat? Mm-hmm. Give me one good reason why I shouldn't immediately grab an alarm. Oh, because we are here to help. Help with what? Yeah, whatever it is you are doing here. Can um, I roll to see if I can figure out why they're there? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you of, could do a psychology. Yeah, or psychologize. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, which one do... <laughs> I'll, I'll do the thing. I'll do the thing. Uh, which one do I click? The green one or the purple one? Green one. Green one. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> Good work. Um, Nothing gets past me. You get the feeling that they're not being... <laughs> if they are being shady, it's not for nefarious purposes. Hmm. There's that, at least. Right. You said a cat brought you down here. Uh, yes. Uh, the messenger appeared to me uh, and gave me the uh, access. Uh, it was a rather large cat. Um, a gray tabby with uh, <gasps> yellow eyes. Gray so, tabby um, speaks mm-hmm. calmly, pleasantly. Oh, yeah. We uh, we didn't have quite a lot of time to conversate and all that, but um, yeah, it seemed nice enough. Hmm. Interesting. And and who are the other two? Who who are these other two with you, Commander? Oh, these are my uh, this is my lieutenant and my bridge captain. All right. Fine. Okay. And I assume you are down here through some sort. Of... How did you even get in here? Hang on a second. Only judges can get in here. Well. Uh, her- go ahead. I was just gonna say, Harold goes wide-eyed and turns slowly to Sebi. That, um, I, I'm Sebastian Judge, so I guess that answer is how we got down here. What, uh, what, what does my dad have you working on? Your, your Sebi. Yeah. Oh, Robert's told me about you a couple of times. Oh, I should, oh. Well, I mean, if, 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 if you're, if you're Sebastian, then, oh, maybe that makes things slightly different. I will, uh, I will remove my hand from this alarm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh. Oh, thank, thank the chef. Sorry about that. I, I, was, <laughs> I was about to press it. I'm not going to lie. Ah, well, okay. I suppose I can trust you to keep things quiet. Um, oh, when we I... are hoping that you can do the same. <laughs> mm. uh... Yeah, well, we're a bit of a stalemate right now. Because, uh, yeah. All right. I, I'm, I suppose I can indulge all of you. So, my name is Dr. Robert Smedley. Uh, I am a clone. Uh, I came here... What what, what year is it out there at the minute? 2059? (laughs) 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 Really? Yeah? Oh, 39 years, Steve. Are you okay? Wow. It's been a while. Sorry, I... I've been down here for a while now, and um, time doesn't work the same way down here, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, wow. What's what's it like out there now? Um, it's pretty cool. Are they still yeah. making Marvel films? <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, Sparvel? Sparvel. <laughs> Shit. 
Did I just make one? Did I just make one? You did. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> a, a tear runs down Harold's face. Oh yeah, they um they got burned out after like thirty seven different arcs. Uh, they have nothing on Astro Odyssey. I've never heard of that. What is it? <gasps> Judging by your gasps, I assume it's wonderful. Oh. Uh, Has some dark dark rumor taken your mind? No, I just have been down here for years. I've I've not the only people I've ever seen down here are the people who bring me my equipment and, and, and the judges. Oh go ahead, Bridge Captain. I believe you are about to splurge. Um, I don't know, maybe do you think and she kinda like leans towards Harold the essence takers have gotten him already? That would be the only way that he has been secluded in a space like this and hasn't been to watch at least 70 uh, seasons yet. I've not been allowed out of this room. <gasps> I mean, 39 years, that's a lot of time to catch up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I suppose you can tell me about it. Whilst I tell you about what's going on here, then... Sebi, follow me, and I'll show you what your dad's been doing then. Um, and he gestures them towards the laboratory. Oh yeah, Sebi's not, not hesitating at all. Okay. Um, so he walks through into the laboratory and in the laboratory there is an operating table and there are all sorts of boxes of weird and strange instruments and items everywhere. Uh, there's a large sort of uh, metal door at the back of this room that's got a big lock on it. Um, and there's like a sort of strange vat near the sort of like the the side of the room you're on and it's sort of leaking a strange pink goo this is my laboratory this is where i've been doing the cloning experiments uh, uh, cloning experiments uh-huh. uh, what what exactly are you cloning down here p i'm sorry what there's a bloke called p i've been cloning him hmm very fascinating. <laughs> and why is it important to clone said Peach? <laughs> no idea. I've just been told to clone him. I've specifically been... So so this is the interesting thing, really. Um, like, back when I was working with Catherine, uh, she tasked me with cloning this bloke and, and, and transferring his mind into a clone. Now, cloning's easy. I'm a clone, personally. I've got a, quite, a, quite a stake in cloning. Uh, but it, it, it's never quite worked to do a direct transfer of a mind. It, it just never works. I've tried uploading the subject's patterns to a machine. Didn't work because it was a shallow copy. I've tried 3D printing the exact copy of the original Pete's brain. I've tried mental projection. I've tried astral projection. I've literally tried taking a projector and projecting images from the original host's mind into one of the new clones, and that hasn't worked. I pumped him full of LSD, and that, and when that didn't work, I used the LSD on myself, and I couldn't come up with a solution then. It's never worked, and it's, it's frustrating me. But I love a good challenge, I love a good project, and, and it's been keeping me interested this whole time. Oh, uh, this is just like episode uh, 563 when Sir Shallot tried cloning uh, Commander Waffles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it now. Here's Commander Waffles. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> she kind of like pats Harold on the back. It's okay. <sighs> I, I have the entire collection back in my apartment. 
Later on, we can swing there, grab it, and bring it back so he can see. Don't you think, like, it would be so much easier to understand things like this if people would just, uh, they just need to wake up. They do. They really do. I just, I don't understand why. I feel like, sometimes I feel like we're the only people in this world that, like, understand, you know? Absolutely. Hmm. Well, we'll catch you up later. Um, uh, But until then, this is all very fascinating. Sebi, what do you have to say about all this? Mm, whoever's looking at him, go ahead and roll a psychology. <laughs> yeah, Harold's not good at that. Nope. <laughs> he's just got a really far off look on his face, and he's he looks concerned, but you can't pin a a why on it. And you saying his name kind of jerks him back into, oh right, I'm here. He shakes his head. Do you want some LSD? Are you all right? <laughs> uh, maybe later. Yeah, okay. on the way out, let's do that. Um, All right. You say you, sure. you worked with Catherine? You worked with my grandmother? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I suppose she is your grandmother, isn't it? Isn't she? Oh, that's very weird. Time's just a, a strange concept now to me. Yeah, no, I used to work with I used to work with Catherine. She was lovely. Hmm. Woman with vision. Well, I know we didn't have cloning technology. Well, I mean... We didn't really until now, evidently. But how did you get here then? Um, it was a very long story. So um, I used to work for an organization called Omen. Um, oh. We, we work from an, well, technically another dimension adjacent to this one, mm-hmm. kind of. And we, we had a little bit of a tete-a-tete with the Judge Foundation. Um, and there was an incident uh, which required some... Clone work, essentially. Uh, so we were brought across and we helped neutralize a gray cat. But apparently, based on what you're telling me, this gray cat is not as neutralized as I remember it being. Is that I right? Yeah, uh, they have become the messenger. They have sent us here. Interesting. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You probably shouldn't trust, trust like talking cats. Rule of thumb, both with or without LSD. <laughs> well, this cat has sent me on the adventure of my life, so... Uh, I remember that cat being quite nasty back in the day. Hmm. Harold begins to rethink things. <laughs> what, what about the cat made it nasty? Uh, I mean, we were firing things at it, so I mean... That's bound to piss you off. <laughs> but we'll do it. She did kill my brother, so I'm I've not got really a, a, a I've not really got a soft spot for the cat, really, I'm not gonna lie. Oh. I'm sorry, I, I did not know. Oh, it's fine. As clones have normally an averagely long short life. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, it's been a while and my brain not work as good as it think it do. Sometimes. So, so you're from another dimension. Yes. This whole space here is perhaps outside of at least the dimension of time. Absolutely. Or restricted to time. Oh, Absolutely. Okay. Now, I, I haven't aged a day. You look marvelous. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's the stem cells. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. That would make sense. Uh, what else do you do other than just cloning this guy, Pete? Well, so the prop, like cloning Pete, is easy. I've got a couple of Petes in the other room at the minute, and the main problem is I have to get the original Pete's actual consciousness out of the Pete, the original Pete, Pete Prime, and and put Pete Prime's brain into a new Pete. But every time I try and do it, it doesn't quite work. Um, hmm. And so I've ended up with a bunch of hollow peats, and that I find them fun. I like to keep them around, but like that, they're, they're not great. Most of the time, I end up trying to having to terminate them. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, the clones of of uh, Commander Waffles—they really caused quite a bit of trouble before they were eliminated by the team. So. Um, at least you're not using them for evil, right? Oh, no, right, I just use them for general entertainment. They're quite funny. Do you want to come see him? Uh, yes. Harold's just, like, drooling. He loves everything that's happening. In <laughs> I like you, Cap Commander. You seem you seem quite uh, possessive in mind that wants to see good things. Yes, very much so. That's our commander, and Sebi slaps you on the shoulder, Harold. Sebi, how did you not know as lieutenant that this was happening right under your nose? I, there's some things that are above my security clearance, I guess. Technically, I'm not actually under your noses. This 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 dimension exists opposite and away from all of this. So, technically, I'm oh, everywhere. There we go. How did you not know this was happening opposite and away <laughs> from your nose? Oh, the set-off and pet was great. <laughs> Look, I, d I don't know. I'm, I'm not in charge of everything yet. I'm just a lieutenant. Why would they tell a lieutenant about this? Mm, right. Smedley's One already game, halfway through the door. <laughs> yeah, I figured this was this conversation was happening as we were following. Suivez <laughs> moi. Follow me. Come with me. He takes you into uh, a room uh, on the other side of the uh, lab. Um, in there, there is a bunk bed uh, and an office table, and there are two men. One of them's lying, sitting on the floor, and one of them's banging their head against the wall. Do you want to describe the men, Cassie? Yeah, so um, these two are both pretty slight of build. They've got a pretty pronounced nose. Their hair is slicked back, and it's like a darkish kind of color. And they look to be about 30-ish. That's it, or thereabouts. Uh -huh. And I don't know, you're gonna have to talk to these, these Pete's. This is Peter, and over there is P-Dog. Don't touch him, he bites. 49, 50! Pete says as he slams his head against the wall. I win, I win! Amazing, aren't they? Hilarious. Who are you? You you created these clones? Yep, um, created them. So the thing is, when, when you create a clone, clones don't necessarily have the same opinions, thoughts, and feelings of the original copy, of course. It, it, it's, not, it's not really making an exact copy. It's making a new, for want of a better term, human being, but I don't like to use the term because it, 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 it ethically it, it makes me 
feel bad. Mm. So mm-hmm. I don't do it. Um, so, yeah. I mm. essentially scoop what makes them out. And then, hopefully, then the original Pete goes in. But it never quite works. I'm a 100% original human being! <laughs> See? Wow. I still like raccoons. The lights are on, but no one's home, and Mr. Brain has long since departed. Where did he go? So what do you this think? This is amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? I love it? it. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, um, have you found any... Uh, uh, have you had to study them at all? Like, Do you find anything that they'll seem to be connected? Like, if you poke the hand of one of them, the other one feels it? Is there any connection whatsoever between the clones? That's a good question. Cassie, do I know that? <laughs> I imagine I probably would. Yeah, you would know. You can go ahead and make it up. Oh. Not normally, no. Uh, but occasionally I have... So I've been down here for a long time now, and so I get kind of bored. And so sometimes it's fun to just wire them together and see what happens, you know? Hmm. I've not what had much to by- do. So what do you mean by wire them up? Wire them up, you know? Put them together. Put them together? Like, you have them hug? No, well, sort of, kind of. <laughs> In the growth vat, yes. So is it like a glue that binds them up once you dunk hmm. them in there together? Yeah. Does it make like a super peat? No. No, it didn't. Um, that was the original pea dog mainly because it had four legs. Um, uh, it, it used to scare me, so I, I, I got rid of it. I, I don't blame you. That sounds terrifying. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, no, it was absolutely horrible. Yeah, that's just a, enjoy it. a vat of nightmares at that point. Speaking of a vat of nightmares... <laughs> oh, God. Do you want to see the fi- uh... final room? The... I'm very proud of it. Oh. I mean, we've come this far. We may as well. Okay. Well, yes. As uh, commander, our team will will brave the unknown. Yeah, he will. See, <laughs> this commander, he knows what he's doing, and I'm very, very impressed by him. He's you. You would make an excellent clone. You would want to clone me? Of course, I would. You're amusing. Why not? Ah, oh, yuck. So no. um, can we all please uh, get one of the gas masks off the walls and, and we will go into the final room, okay? As Casey's putting on this gas mask, she's just like thinking like, I I should have stayed in bed. I should have stayed in bed this morning. <laughs> Why did I get up? Oh, wait, I have, um, and she kind of like picks out Neapolitan and holds him. Um, I, My hamster. Um, what is that? It's my hamster. He's a paper shredder. <laughs> I, so, yeah, you've kind of there's there's kind of no animals rule in here just because of contamination. Uh, but I also not wouldn't recommend leaving it out in here because Pete might eat it. Um, <laughs> uh, so. You're going to come up with some sort of solution, I guess, to, to stop it from, like, dying of fumes. Um, do I, do I know if Neapolitan would die from the fumes or not? 
we've never put him in those fumes, so I don't think so. We don't know conclusively. Um, can I ask him? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Are you asking him in English or are you asking him in deep speech? Um, I'm going to ask him in deep speech. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So is it uh, animal handling? So you have language deep speech? Oh, Let's God. toss that in. Oh, oh. shit. What's well, a good <laughs> roll? You go ahead and try and speak deep speech at him. <laughs> um. He looks so offended. <laughs> so offended. See, normally I get that kind of reaction after you've been in the room. I'm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I say that wrong? So he put his own his little hamster hand to his chest like, my word. <laughs> How dare you? I am still practicing. I apologize if I have offended. <laughs> uh, uh, bridge captain, perhaps you could fit your friend inside of your gas mask with you. She kind of like looks down at Neapolitan. Um... Sure. <laughs> Surely nothing bad could happen from that situation. Yeah, fine. Back uh, in medieval times, they used to do that with rats as a torture. It's true. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should ask him his permission. Can I put you... I don't want you to die. I don't know what your situation is, but um, I'm going to put you in the mask and I'm going to put you on my face. Is that okay? <laughs> Animal handling. Oh god, please. Oh! Oh, critical success. <laughs> All right, uh you can just do the d6 and we'll add straight to your score. It's an immediate level up. All right. So you do that and it is fine, surprisingly. My my right eye feels very warm from his body. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in you go. So I just love a mat. Okay. I'm sorry. I just love imagining, like, looking over, seeing through one of the gas mask <laughs> thing, just a little hamster peering out of one of them. <laughs> um, what about the what about the pizza? Will they be fine? Oh, the pizza will be fine. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, the one banging his head against the wall might not be, but. What are you going to do? It's damaged goods already, really. Understood, as Harold puts his own gas mask on. Um, Smedley starts pulling levers and twisting like this great big lever, not no, great big um, cog around to get the door open and goes, so this entire facility is entirely um, powered by a bioreactor of my own design. I'm quite proud of it. Uh and then the door like slides open and you're hit by a wall of heat. And he goes, come on in, come on in. And walks you out onto a railing above what looks like a, like a little sea of pink slime. Amazing and beautiful. I am a big fan of recycling, you see. And... I actually am very proud of this fact that I am one of the most green laboratories here at the Judge Foundation. 
you know, if this weren't extra top, top secret, we would probably put that on our marketing. <laughs> you probably don't want to, really, when I tell you what's in there. Um, right. If you want to know, that is. What? What's in there? Is this like a Soylent Green situation? <laughs> Soylent? It's Pete. Oh. Oh, no. It's Pete. This is the Pete bog. Um. <laughs> what? I call it the Pete bog. So, cloning hmm. things creates biomass, yes? Yes. Where'd all the failed clones go? Into the peat bog. Oh my god. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is, oh my god, what is, not the movie, what is it? It's not the thing. It's like that movie with the giant pink blob of things that's going around eating everybody in a small town. You mean town. the blob? Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't remember the name. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's Pete. Or what's left of them. Oh, oh man, remember in episode uh, 746, I believe, it was, uh, they did a, a reinterpretation of the blob, but they did it with the hunger. Oh, yeah, I remember that episode. Not, not one of my favorites. Yeah, that one was particularly spooky. Mm -hmm. hmm. Oh, even through the gas mask, Sebi is green at the gills looking at this it's really obvious that uh he might throw up do you have a wastebasket or something <gasps> no nothing is wasted here you want me to puke into the peat bog puke into the peat bog why not <laughs> casey's just gonna turn does. away because <laughs> if she sees that she's gonna throw up too <laughs> And so the cycle of life continues. How many peats are in there? Um, oh, judging by how many times I've cloned peat so far, oh, a good few thousand? Jesus. I reuse them, of course, at this point. Like, the biomass gets reused to make new peats. So, Re recycle. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Do you just, like, squeeze him out like toothpaste? No, 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 no. That, 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 that's silly. Don't be silly. No, it, it, it's, it's, it's a very, very complicated uh, method of, of 3D printing, grafting, and, and, and growth. The biomass is used as, like, a, a, a fuel. Basically, the peats kind of eat themselves until they're fully grown. <laughs> Are you Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go. Honestly, your your father and your grandmother were absolutely fine with this. I don't disappointing. Oh. Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm sorry. I'm not them. I, oh, my, oh my god, the smell. And then he goes back into the main lab. How how is everyone else doing? You 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 impressed by what I've made? Um. Yes. Uh. It is a lot to process uh -huh. at the moment, uh -huh. but um, uh, so is this it? There's no, uh, there, uh, 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 there's nothing else to see here in in this uh, area. 
in in this particular in the peat bog, uh, not not necessarily unless you get yourself some scuba equipment. Um, um, but I assume you don't want to do that. No, that's okay. No, Thank no, you, though. No, it, it's, it takes a special trip to to want to go and do that. Honestly, I wouldn't recommend it. He stares off into space <laughs> for a short time. <laughs> uh, did you swim in the peat bog before? Oh, I've swam in the peat bog. Yeah. <laughs> When you've been down here for 39 years, 12 days and 6 months, not in that order, <laughs> you start to get really bored. Why and do so I? Just... <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling like Dr. Smugly, like, you know, like sometimes he's like been in here for so long that like sometimes when he stares off into the distance one eye goes one way and the other eye goes another way <laughs> like you said they've got they've got a short they've got a short shelf life so he is kind of a little bit <laughs> bit <laughs> not quite in the right mind anymore he's a senior citizen this is what happens when you give a this is what happens when you give a clone unlimited money to do their research they create beautiful art like this well, if this is to be compared to the hunger, I, just what good is coming from this? What good is coming from, from this? Making, yeah, from making all these peace and trying to uh, uh, bring in a consciousness into a new one. Honestly, why, why I, achieve this? I have no idea, honestly. All I know is that I get to do my research. I get as much money and, and, and items and things as I want. As long as I produce some sort of results eventually. Catherine was adamant that I do it. And then Robert was also adamant that I do it. And I imagine that little Sebi out there is going to be adamant that I do it too. Mm. I don't know. I don't understand. She kind of like looks back towards the door. Uh, I'm not too sure about Sebi being on the same page as that. But well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, when you get older, you know, you, you start to, you to realise the bigger picture in things. Hmm, but why would the cat want to send me here? It seems like you and her were enemies. I mean, as much as, as much as a, a a human clone can be an enemy with 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 a with an extraterrestrial being. Touche. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to put myself on the same level, really. Honestly, when you think about hmm. it. Uh, well, either way, thank you for showing us your. Pete Bog. Uh, Welcome. Uh, sorry we couldn't go for a swim. Do you mind if we go back into the other room now? Absolutely. I can see that your your uh, gas mask is really fogging up. <laughs> it doesn't work well with glasses, just, and I'm just very scared I'm going to fall inside. It's soap. you got to put soap in it before, before you put it on. And yeah, yeah, you, you actually can notice that there is like a hand forming underneath the grating where you're standing on. Okay. All right. I think I've seen enough. Both of you now get to roll your resilience. <laughs> ah, fantastic. I yeah, was... you do. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Extreme save. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Not again! Not again! Oh, my God. Oh, that's a 100. <laughs> <Not> again. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, this is, this is fucked. Oof. Oh my god, I swear. Someone's going for a swim. Oh no. Alright, Casey, uh 
H how you doing? That was quite a lot to lose all at once. On t I think it's probably compounded by the week that you've had. Uh, you're hitting a breaking point. So uh, let's describe that, shall we? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, just give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Casey kind of like is like spacing out like the little bit of painkillers that she had from everything that happened yesterday are like completely gone mm -hmm. from her system now. She's getting like this and the smell through the gas mask is not pleasant at all. So she's kind of like gripping the handrails and is like spinning and kind of dizzy and like Neapolitan in her mask is like freaking out a little bit. So that's also messing with her vision. I, I don't, I'm not feeling well. I, I think I'm going to pass out. All right. Um, okay, so I guess Smedley and uh, Harold roll in decks. Bridge captain, no. <laughs> oh, got the paperwork. <laughs> We're literally on a bridge. This is where you're supposed to have your, your strong suit. <laughs> Harold, you're too busy admonishing her for losing her cool like this and uh dr smedley's so horrified by bureaucracy that you're more motivated than ever to catch her before she either falls forward into the peat bog or just backwards and smashes her skull be careful oh my jeez <laughs> oh we we should get her out of here i don't think she's okay yeah no she seems a bit passed out it's fine i've got some oh. smelling salts let's get her to the laboratory Okay, uh-oh. They're perfectly legal, by the way. Uh, what are you talking about? As long as they work, and once you guys are out of the peat bog room, Sebi helps pick her up and carry her. Uh, Smedley kicks the door to close it on the way back, and then takes them to the laboratory and lays it down on the operating table. All right, roll a medicine. Rolling medicine. <laughs> Here we go. Lieutenant, we have an emergency. Jesus oh, Christ. no. Do you want to use some luck for that, or are we just going to roll with it? Well, I've got a lot of LSD. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be quite funny. <laughs> I, it's up to you. Do you want me to roll it? Do you want me to use the luck? It's entirely up to you, really. I don't have a preference one way or the other. I think it could be quite funny. All right, I'm gonna I'm, I mess up. I because I'm I'm panicking and and I'm still wearing my gas mask and I swap the smelling salts for something a bit stronger. <laughs> oh, I'll say. All right, Casey, you start tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said these were legal. In this room, they are. In this universe that I've made. All right, Casey. Well, your pupils have taken over the size of your entire iris, and you're starting to see colors that don't exist in any reality that you are well aware of. You see, like, Neapolitan is looking almost directly eye to eye with you. He's looking very concerned, but then he starts turning into a swirly mess as you go on this little trip of yours. And the rest of you are all standing around her table when you start hearing pounding against that back door. It's not like, I'm gonna bust this door open. It's more like an insistent knock. Oh god, what time is it? Joking, there's no time here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, seriously, I probably should have um, re-administered some serum recently. Oh. You all distracted me. Uh, sorry, is, is 
she's gonna be okay. Um, Bridge Captain Casey doesn't look too good. Casey, can you hear me? I can taste the swirls of my intestines. <laughs> Delicious. Okay, we need to deal with with a uh, P Prime, I suppose. Whilst uh, C- Casey, father. No. <laughs> If you see a cat and it starts talking to you, don't believe it. But okay. why, Father? She'll be like this for a little while, just so you know. Everyone. She kind of like reaches out and like strokes her hand down Dr. Smedley's face, her finger getting <laughs> stuck in his nose and lip. Mm-mm. No, 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 no physical <laughs> contact, please. I... <laughs> why are you so soft, Father? I've never done a hard day's work in my life, but that's regardless of this. Um, <laughs> uh, you two, look after look after uh, look after her for a minute. I'm going to go and deal with with Pete over there. Okay. Uh, okay. And uh, Harold's looking over at his lieutenant. Could we talk to Pete? Is that allowed? Um. Um. Uh, that is a lieutenant judge you're talking to? And Harold's like kind of nudging him. <laughs> I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I hate to pull rank like this, but a judge is asking. This is very true. And if I know anything, if you're anything like your grandmother, then you're probably not going to take no for an answer. Uh, all right, fine. You can talk to him, but I can't imagine him being much help for you, okay? He's a little bit on the, uh, past the sell-by date. And opens the door. There's a chair in a corner of the room here, and Pete is standing near it. It looks like he's got some cards or something like that. Playing cards. Oh, there you are. I'm, I'm awake, I think. Again. Am I? Are you real? Is this a dream this time? Yes, it's all a dream, Pete. <laughs> I just love messing with him. It's really funny. Hey, Pete. How are you doing? <laughs> you said Pete. it was funny, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny. I'll, I'll give you... I'll give you a couple of minutes with him. I'm going to try and come up with the counteract... Like, some sort of serum to counteract the... Uh, Whatever the hell I just gave your friend. Okay? You hear like Casey in the other room. Father, my eyes are running. Yeah, yeah I, I need to go and deal with that because she's going to develop some sort of complex and I can't be dealing with that. And he runs off and he starts like trying to figure out what the heck he actually put into her in the first place. <laughs> okay. We'll come back to you briefly. Um, Sebi and Harold, are you guys entering the room? Or are you standing just outside it? Um, I'm going to say, uh, Lieutenant, uh, after you. All right, Sebi walks in. Um, I should note that he doesn't resemble any other judge in the line. Like, that jawline that so defined many generations of judge family members is like... It's softened up now in Sebi. He is a strawberry blonde kid, whereas every other judge prior had been very much um, dark-haired Italian heritage, very clearly. 
beautiful as well. Sorry. <laughs> just stunning. <laughs> <laughs> not that Sevi's not good looking, but he's he looks less like a demigod than any of his predecessors. <laughs> and Harold's going to kind of stay guarding the door because um, he kind of gets the drift that this is something that his lieutenant is working on, perhaps a secret mission. Okay. So, you're Pete. The I'm Pete. The uh, Pete. I'm walking on sunshine, Pete. Hey, you know I did that once? I walked on sunshine. It's real weird. It has a really nice texture. You don't want to lick it, though. Why don't you want to lick it? It's really hot. Oh, okay, that makes perfect sense, actually. Yeah. Do you do you want to do you want a hand? He he holds up the cards. There's a there's a chair and a small doll, barely visible, sitting in that chair. You, I can deal you in. Uh, sure. Is this seat taken? He gestures at the doll. Uh, y- yeah. That's. Can't you see? Mo- Mooch is sitting right there. I know. I know. I didn't want to sit on him. Yeah. Who's uh Who's Mooch? What, what do you mean? Who's Mooch? You know who Mooch is. Everybody knows who Mooch is. He, look, he's even, he's still got his arm missing. Look at that. Why is his arm missing? What do you mean, why is his arm missing? I got bit off by that, by that giant raccoon thing. Oh, oh, of course, silly. I, of course, I should have known. Pete deals five cards out. <laughs> Sebi takes them. Oh, fuck. Cool. So, you knew my great, great great-grandpa you knew gaston yeah i knew him well not me but the other me yeah that me which me he looks around the what do you mean which me the me me right do you know what you're doing here pete uh i'm playing cards are you confused see mooch it's your turn come on (laughs) annie up mooch you always do this Pete puts his cards down and then shifts to sit next to Mooch's cards and picks his up. I'm holding. And then Pete puts Mooch's cards down and then he goes back to sit in his spot. It, it looks like you're up. <laughs> what, what was your name again? My name's Sebastian. Ah, all right. Your turn, Sebastian. Sebastian Judge? So, who? You don't, you don't look like him. I know it's it's been a while. Uh, are you sure? Pete grabs his face gently, and he's tugging on his cheeks, and he's trying to make his chin look different. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you and me both. I, they offered plastic surgery, but you know, I, I kind of like my face. Pete squints his eyes, and he says, "Hold on a second. And he tears off a piece of string from his blanket and he tries to attach the card to his chin to make it look like it's a <laughs> solid jawline. This isn't working very well. Yeah. yeah. You should ask that doctor. He does all sorts of stuff with flesh and gooey things. Do you know what you're doing here, Pete? I I don't remember. I think I will later. Yeah, I do later. Like in five minutes, or should I schedule something to come back? Should I? I don't know yet, but I will. Okay. I'm. I'm here to just chill out and help out 
How about Judge? How about the Judge? How about Mr. Judge? Hmm. Do you remember a cat? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that cat for sure. Was it a, it was a good cat, right? Right, Mooch? Mooch, were you there? No, you had your arm bitten off, right? No, wait. You were there, weren't you? No? No, it was just me. It was me and, and Mr. Judge and there was somebody else. Ah, I don't remember. It'll come back to me. Some year. Why would the cat lead us here? Do you think? Why would the cat lead us where? Here, to you. To me? Yeah, did you send the cat out for us? Uh... No, no. I don't... I don't think I talked to the cat in a long time. In maybe like a hundred years or so. Hmm. Uh, why would the cat send us here? Sure. Pete. Why would the cat send anybody anywhere? That cat's got some, some designs on it. I mean, cats are wily like that. Not like raccoons. Raccoons are loyal. Pete, are are you okay here? Oh, what do you mean? I'm fine. I've got my whole family here. I got Mooch. I got my friends. We're all just hanging out, chilling. We're helping the doctor. He's doing, he's doing great work. <laughs> Flashes of the Pete Bog go back, to, <laughs> come back to Harold. Yeah, I get to, um, I get to hang around for a while more. You know, popping my, popping my soul in and out. I think. I think that's what we're we're doing here. We're learning about that. Or maybe I will learn about that. Or maybe I have learned about that. I don't know. The doctor can tell you more about it. But you know, I'm just uh, here to kind of be a placeholder. I'm I'm the I'm the helper. I'm the helper so so Mr. Judge can can, you know, do the same thing except better, you know. I'm I'm part 1. He'll be part 2. What? Uh, like, you know, you learn how to make something right, and then when you got it down pat, then you can, you know, you use your use your good blueprint. Why would? Why would my dad be doing that? Why would he be doing what? Who wouldn't want to? I mean, I want to, but I think I might have missed a few pieces here and there. But that won't happen. That won't happen with Mr. Judge. Hmm. This is just like when Sir Shallot kidnapped Duchess Gumdrop to test his cloning experiments. Lieutenant, I don't think this is right. I don't think so either. The, the episode ended with Commander Waffles getting kidnapped too, and when Shallot tried it on him... It nearly split his soul in half. It was up to the lieutenant to save the commander. I think the point is to not split the soul in half on this experiment. Yeah, I'm the unsuccessful one. You know, got little pieces of me all over the place. Boop, yeah, we, boop, 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 boop. We, we saw the bog. The what? Never mind. I, it was nice meeting you, Pete. It's nice meeting you too. Hey. Are you going to finish that hand? I'll, I'll let Mooch do it. Yeah, Mooch is a cheater, but whatever. 
And Sebi slides his cards in front of Mooch and then walks out the door. And he's looking a good deal stormier in his mood than he was when he walked in. It was uh, nice meeting you, Mr. Pete. It was nice meeting you. Come back soon. Uh, sure. And Harold just kind of like, he's kind of pained a little bit as he walks out the door. No longer like excited about the experiments that are happening here. All right, Smedley, let's roll another medicine and see how you've backed her down from <laughs> from on high, as it were. Casey's just like laying there like licking Neapolitan. <laughs> um, right, okay. Medicine. Oh, jeez. I'm going to burn luck on that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I absolutely, whilst they were doing the tr- talk, um, I absolutely figured out what I'd given Casey. And then uh, Smedley was sort of injecting it into an intravenous drip. Uh, when he noticed the hamster uh, inside the um, gas mask, uh, and he looked at the hamster and noticed that one of its arms was growing back. Yeah, one of its little feet. And he had a bit of an epiphany, um, and he was like, hang on a minute, if I was to splice the DNA of this hamster with the peat biomass, perhaps I would be able to perform the transplant successfully, finally. And he grabbed the hamster and ran off with it. <gasps> and replaced it with a cotton wool ball. <laughs> oh, my, I'm just... Next time I say we stay home, Neil, we're gonna stay home. And she, like, slowly opens her eyes and then looks. Neapolitan? Neapolitan? And she, like, like slowly hobbles off the table. Where is everyone? Sebi and Harold come out around the time that you're coming to and questioning everything. Sebi is looking very concentrated on somewhere else that is not here. Uh, Bridge Captain, you're awake. Yeah, um, did you guys take Neapolitan with you? Harold checks all of his numberless um, cargo <laughs> pants, pockets. You just hear Velcro, Velcro ripping. <laughs> uh, not in here. No, no, we were, we were busy. Where's Doctor Smedley? Sebi just shrugs uh, and shakes his head. Uh, Lieutenant, you're not looking very good. I don't, I don't think this is a good place. No, I think the sooner we get out of here, probably the better. Guys, I can't leave without Neapolitan. We won't leave without him. We'll find him. Yeah, good, because, um... It's not good if he's too far away from me for too long. Is he, is he diabetic or something? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> oh, okay, well, look, hmm. this place isn't that big. We'll find him. Yeah, let's start searching. Uh... <laughs> All right, all of you roll a spot in. Except for that. <laughs> <laughs> just... Yeah, that's a fail. 
My glasses are oh, still oh, same exact score. Well, okay, lucky for you, Sebi's coming in clutch with a 14. He spots the door to the peat bog is open. You can also hear a voice in there. Um, they seem to be dictating to something. What are they dictating? Experiment 11,456. We are going to be attempting to combine this strangely uh, excited hamster with the biomass in the peat bog. Uh, I will be enjoying this very much because <laughs> I think this might be the final one and I will be able to go home after all this time. Are you ready, tiny little hamster? Are you ready to go into the peat bog? I'll take that as a yes. Yeah, that's an affirmative. Absolutely. Very, very good. Right then, lowering you into the peat bog now, and I attach it to... I put it in this little sort of bag thing, and I attach the bag to a winch, and I'm lowering it over the side of the peat bog now. (laughs) That's so cute and menacing. It's so terrible. (laughs) Uh, Guys, you might want to go and get him right now. (sighs) Um, And uh, running into the room. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yeah, same. Dex, let's see who uh, gets there first. What the f- <laughs> The smell is incredible, you see. You guys get stuck in the doorway because you tried to go in at the same time. Ah, bridge, Captain. I, I have to- My hamster! She I see like- you. Slaps Harold out of the way. <laughs> I see you're awake, Casey. I, I'm glad the drugs have done well. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just using a hamster now to, to to solve the eternal mystery that's plagued me for for years now. What are you doing to my hamster? I'm going to merge it with the biomass and, and create a new pea. No. Why not? Because it's my hamster. It doesn't matter if it's your hamster. Nothing. You no one owns anything, really, when you think about it. Not in this <laughs> universe, anyway. That's my best friend, and I've had him for 11 years, and you're not turning him into some stupid science experiment. Listen, I have been in here for 39 years. I want to leave. That winch is creeping so slow, but very steady. I, I know it's not at all... <laughs> gonna work <laughs> but commander harold tries to stealth behind <laughs> the doctor <laughs> as he's talking with or as they're talking with casey all right do it jesus oh god. gosh oh no no you are not stealthy at all you just oh no just no, no no you ain't doing that Mm-mm-mm. he's like trying to tiptoe <laughs> you're probably singing the pink panther tune but you're singing it out loud yeah yeah, exactly. Oh, I've been spotted. <laughs> yes, you've been spotted. This is a single gangplank. Of course you've been spotted. <laughs> Look, that's not your hamster to throw into the peat bog. It, it's not a hamster bog. No, but it, it will be soon. Very soon, in fact. Um, Can I, like, try and grab the winch? Uh, Yeah, that I think... What do we do for that? There'd probably be a fighting brawl because he's also using it right now. So both of you roll the fighting brawl. Um, if I assist, if I see her going for it, could I either give advantage or also add a roll in there? Yeah, go ahead. In the mix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just slapping the doctor. <laughs> now, get to get distract off. him. No. Ah. That's it. Take it. You're sweaty. Oh God. <laughs> 
Oh, nope. So, Casey, you get your hand on it and you jerk it back in the up direction. And it jostles a bit until the bag actually tears at the top of it. And into the peat bog go both the bag and Neapolitan. <gasps> Hooray! <laughs> I take out the dictaphone and I go, experiment number, what, what, what was it? What was it? Did anyone hear what I said? 111,456, I think it was? Yes. You monster. You, what have you what? done? She, and then Casey like grabs him and starts shaking him. You killed my hamster. I didn't kill your hamster. I merely changed it into another form of matter. It, it'll, it'll still be in there for a little while before it dissolves. You can't do that. He's a flurkin, you idiot. I, w- what? He's a flurkin, you idiot! Why didn't you say that beforehand? Why did you take my hamster? Because it made sense at the time. As you say this, the peat bog starts roiling in a way that it hadn't before. And just giant bubbles coming to the surface and popping. And the smell in here is just fantastic. And everything starts to rumble in a rather disconcerting way, considering there's no earth for which to have an earthquake, but there we are, everything is shaking. And it finally slows down and stops as Neapolitan in his little hamster form pops up at the surface and does a little doggy paddle to the side and pulls himself up so that he's on the railing instead of in the bog. So he's just covered in this like pink goo and he starts trying to clean himself off. Can I like... Is he on the railing within our reach or? He would have to climb up there. So there's like a a threshold for the bog itself and he's sitting up on top of that. Are you okay? It's fine. Don't eat that. That's weird. It's fine. It's delicious. Yeah, he's enthusiastically licking the pink goo off of his arms. Casey, like, angrily turns to look at Dr. Smedley. If I wouldn't go to jail for murder, I would throw you in there myself. She kind of, like, shoves him and then walks over to where, like, Neapolitan is, like, looking down at him. You could probably reach down from the gangway and grab him. I'm going to do... uh, Can I... Just roll your dice. Do the D100. D100? Eh, yeah, that that works. He's slippery, so you like squeeze out. He pops <laughs> around a little bit, but you do eventually get him up. Ugh, she's like, Ugh, it's like wiping, like wiping the, the peat, quote unquote, <laughs> off of him. Ugh, you can't bathe hamsters, man. Ugh. Doctor, you have betrayed one of our. One of our team, our bridge captain. How could you? I have not betrayed anyone. I have no allegiances here. <laughs> bridge captain, I believe, will be going now. I'm perfectly fine with that. Fine. And Harold's just Harold's giving the doctor the stink eye as he walks past. All right, fine. Go. See if I care. I won't be cloning you. We didn't want to be Why? cloned anyway. <laughs> Why was that even on the table? Like <laughs> everything's on the table down here, except the pizza boxes. They fell over about a month ago, and I haven't put them up yet. Bridge captain, are you okay? I'm fine now, but if there's even one hair on his body that's not where it's supposed to be, 
if he even grows one extra foot, I'm coming back in here and I'm going to whoop your booty, mister. I'm very, very terrified. Truly. Or I could just make him eat you. Yeah, let's not do that one. And she kind of like, she looks down at Neapolitan and she's like, it looks back up at him and glares and gives him like the two finger eyes. We'll see. All right. All right. Fine. I imagine Casey like doing the hold me back thing with Harold. (laughs) (laughs) What's Seti doing? It's not worth it. So Casey and Harold are pulling each other. Basically, like they're trying one. Harold's trying to comfort her. Like, we should get out of here. Let's get you out of here. And Casey's like, fuck this guy. Hold me back. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> and you guys shuffle towards that entrance point. And Sebi's kind of leaned up against one of the desks that's in this main area. And he gives you a pretty thoughtful stare. It's not a glare, but it is rather intense. Dr. Smedley. Can I roll the psychology see what kind of stare it is? Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Uh, let's psychoanalyze this child. (laughs) (laughs) This child is working out something. It's not a look you haven't seen before. In fact, you remember seeing this look very specifically on both Catherine and Robert at one point or another when they were discussing things with you. So this might be the first time that he's really reminded you that he's a judge in the intensity of that look as he's thinking through something. Smedley has a wry grin on his face and he goes hmm like father like son eh I think we're gonna have more chats than this I don't Mm. think we should leave my father into it we should probably keep this between ourselves very well I'm 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 not but discreet he says as he knocks a couple more pieces of pizza on the floor (laughs) And if you if you need anything, let me know. I just want to be free, Sebi. I'll see what I can do. Thank you. And it's a pretty sincere answer from him. Smedley just looks away and sort of feels kind of melancholic. That is kind of the mood that everyone's leaving with, aside from Casey, who's nothing but pure rage. So small burning ball of rage (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah don't let the door chop you in half on the way out no but really that's a reality door and we should not let that Mm -mm. that that was snide but also it's true yeah i'm being helpful if a little bit snide oh god (laughs) all right lieutenant want to lead us out (laughs) sebi nods and he gives smedley another thoughtful look on the way out as you head back to the elevator Harold before ducking out of the door he just gives a salute to the doctor doctor yeah oh I was saying goodbye I was just saluting what are you doing what is that salute what is it from oh well the commander never leaves a room without saluting uh, his uh, allies is this from your comic book we really got to get you some of those DVDs. All right. <laughs> sure. Why not? Go for it. A pizza plus Astro Odyssey, uh, especially season uh, eight. Oh, man. It's 
Smedley sort of pushing him out the door and going, yeah, yeah, no, that sounds wonderful. I look forward to reading all of those. I'm, I'm sure it'll yeah, be riveting. Pepperoni plays a huge Absolutely. part in the arc. Yes, no, the arc, yes, sure, cool. Goodbye. But you, but you don't understand. <laughs> no, no, it's fine, goodbye. The reality <laughs> the closes. <door> closes. <laughs> <laughs>